What's up? Hashtag W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G family. It's your girl out for this tweet on a Tuesday with baby Jack. <laughs> Alright. Well, to start off this rated X edition of the hashtag W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G family <laughs> podcast is we're gonna talk about sex. What? That's exactly what I said. Because without sex, <laughs> there would not be any kids or children or human beings. Ah! Yeah, on this planet. Ah! Including you who's listening. Ah, ma- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> the reason why I want to talk about sex is because <laughs> it's so effing taboo to talk about it in life and you know what I think I just finished having an epiphany and that epiphany is the world needs more sex (laughs) and I'm gonna keep on saying sex until (laughs) I don't know I feel like you know when you say the word (laughs) you know the first time whenever you swore on the bus when you're a kid like that you first said a dirty word or whatever and then you're like yeah (laughs) you're like giggling well that's how i feel like it so anyways basically to get back to the point of this whole oh your tooth is hurting so yeah to get back to what i was saying is that basically i had an epiphany about five minutes ago and i wanted to share it with y'all because I'll just get to the point. First of all, I was wondering why nowadays is that most people are so unhappy, are so out of what, like, okay, first of all, people are so unhappy, they're depressed, they're overweight, um, they're overworked, and um, basically our countries are always at war or on the brink of being at war, and why before in the 60s or 70s there was all like so much peace and love and flowers and just good times and friendship and all this stuff and then boom it occurred to me it's because hello back in the 60s and 70s when there's all those hippies and everything like this is that what was their motto free love and (laughs) what were they doing and this may be graphic for some people or not but basically is that they were shagging anybody and anybody who they wanted (laughs) and you know what I'll tell you one thing is that somebody who is having more uh, somebody is who is having um, sex on a regular basis or should I say sex (laughs) is basically a much more happier healthier in (laughs) like Uh, fit person than somebody who isn't (laughs) and that's just not my my opinion that's a fact because when you have sex (laughs) is that um, there's a chemical that releases in your brain um, endorphins and that endorphins make you feel good and it's the same type of endorphins you get when you exercise and that's why when you have sex (laughs) is that you know it causes you to lose weight just like as if you were exercising and so all this to say is that I think the reason why most of the people in the world are depressed today or overweight or unhappy or depressed 
is because they're walking around and they're not having sex with the people that they want to have sex with. <laughs> you know, and by doing this is that it's like they you know to to push down because we're all basically animals at our core is that we have to suppress these feelings because they're not like it's taboo like i said in culture so basically in instead of doing what or who we want is that we end up eating <laughs> or overeating that we don't which anyways all this to say is that i think that if we were to take a minute and just realize that this is also the reason why relationships don't work. I think I'm going to turn this into a two-parter because in five seconds, four, three, two, one. Part two of do more of who you love. <laughs> Some people may have thought that was an autocorrect, autocorrect duck it moment, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was on purpose, folks, because if there's anything that I love to do, it is push the digital emoji envelope off the shelf. <laughs> so basically, getting back to my point is that the world doesn't need more war. It doesn't need um, any more political opinions. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to correct myself on that. You know, everybody should be able to express themselves. And I just want to uh, take a second to just say something. First of all, let's just put it into this perspective. Everybody loves Obama. And you know what? I have, since Trump has gotten into office, I actually have developed a much fonder respect and love and appreciation for Obama <laughs> and when he was in presidency. And the reason why is because as I see him um, Trump in action and I also uh, remember and see videos of Obama in action is that there is quite a huge difference the way that um, they treat the women in their lives and just to give you an example for instance Obama was always a gentleman with Michelle and you could tell that they had a very high um, connection together and there was just a love and admiration and a respect versus um, if you see uh, Trump with his wife Melania is that you can tell that there is a breakdown of uh, physical contact you can tell that they are um, just for show as many people like to say and that uh, there's not really any magic between them there may have been at one point but the, there is no longer at this moment um, and going on to building on what I was saying about that uh, the world needs more sex <laughs> is basically is let's just look at the difference between Obama and Trump was Obama going into war with everybody and everybody no and why was that well because if you've ever seen one of his SNL skits you can tell that this kid was getting laid. He was getting laid constantly. <laughs> and on the flip side is that, do you think Trump is getting laid? I don't think so. And I think that's proof in the pudding is 
with his uh, pussy grabbing comment or <laughs> pussy cat. We'll call it pussy cat grabbing comment. Um, and that just shows that he doesn't get any because he had he had to literally grab it because he knew that if he didn't grab it, it wouldn't just be freely given to him. So I think that speaks volumes about not only um, my point, but also him. But I really don't want to turn this into a political um, political broadcast. But I'm just thinking is that, and this is kind of ironic, <laughs> because every other president before Trump, we've all been kind of waiting to nail them uh, with like mistress or whatever, or you know, like really upset, like that whole thing with Clinton, and then. <laughs> But then it makes me reminded of another meme that was created. It said something on the lines of like, <laughs> blowjobs are better than no jobs. <laughs> and that one will stick with me for pretty much my lifetime. But anyways, just one last comment on this whole situation. But imagine if instead of a petition to impeach Trump, you made it um, a petition to get Trump laid. <laughs> like... Like, White House is now hiring um, an escort or a mistress or whatever, and just really focus on you know, getting some love in that guy's way, because I think once he does get some love his way, is that his whole, his whole vibe towards North Korea, his whole vibe towards the NFL, the whole vibe he has in the White House, would probably substantially calm down <laughs> and I think the whole world would thank you so this is gonna be a part three series stay tuned five four three two one we're back with part three and when I say we're back I'm talking about Jax and I Jax what is the sum of all things when two people have sex <laughs> Alright, so I'm having fun with this episode, and you know what? I think we really should start having fun with sex, or, you know what? I'm not even going to whisper it anymore, because you know what? I don't want to, I want to make it so less taboo, because it shouldn't be taboo. Because, let me just tell you the effects of what happened when you make it taboo. Is that you, you have kids who, A, a child or uh, children who don't feel like they can come to you um, and talk to you about these things and then where do they turn where do they turn to find answers but on the TV in films in video and you know what that's not real life yeah that's not real life and we're here to shed some light on this whole subject Alright, so back to the subject of the hour is basically I do not want to raise a child um, growing up to feel like he should be ashamed of his sexuality or his body or any type of things that he's feeling, thinking or whatever because um, like the contrary is what he's going to learn on TV and radio as I just mentioned and basically I don't like the the things that are promoted in there. Um, they're basically promoting and it's like treat women like sluts or women are just um, like 
things that you own or use or abuse and that's how you show your power or that's how you show your respect or whatever. No, I'm not raising a punk. I'm not raising a fuckboy. I'm not raising, um, you know, somebody who is not going to be considered anything other than a gentleman. And in order to be a gentleman, you need to be uh, gentle, but you also need to be a man. And I think this is what's missing in a lot of uh, people today is that they they forget what a man is. And a man is somebody who takes care of himself in order to be able to take care of his family. And that the ultimate goals in life are not to just, um, you know, pimp my ride or pimp my bitch or pimp my this or that or the other thing. No, what I want to teach him is to flip this in life, whether it's, um, you know, flip this house, flip this idea, flip this whatever. I want him to not just look at all shiny objects and then chase after them. No, I want him to be able to dig in the ground and find stuff that to somebody else may be garbage, but to him, he knows that it is a treasure. And I'll give you some examples of this in life. You know, you can dig in the ground and you can find diamonds, okay? And I'd rather him find a diamond in the rough that needs to be polished a little bit, you know, than um, anything else, you know? And other things that are, you can dig up are truffles. Truffles are by pigs. <laughs> Anyways, so I digress. But basically is that he is my world and the thing that it boils down to in life is that the way a boy like you can always know how well a man will treat his girlfriend or wife or just females in general by the relationship that he has with his mother because this is one of the hugest red flags and signals um, is that if a man talks poorly or treats poorly his mother or his mom is that that's a direct reflection of um, how he will treat and uh, be and interact with other females. And the sign of a king is somebody who was raised in the arms of a queen. And with somebody, and I'm saying somebody as myself, who just realized the jewels on the crown on her head, I do not want him to waste one minute of his life not realizing that he has crowns he has jewels on his crown also and I'm going to do all I can to keep his chin up so this is going to be a four-part series stay tuned in two one <laughs> it is now part four of do more of who you love <laughs> or heart emoji um, so yeah, so basically, let me put this into perspective, is that where I'm coming with, where I'm coming from with all this is basically, let's just put it this way, 
Men and women grow up completely different with completely different values and completely different expectations that are put on top of them. For instance, if you look at a man when he grows up, the, he is applauded and rewarded and tapped on the back for every time he sleeps with a woman. And the more notches on his belt or holes he has on his belt is basically a sign of his manlyhood. That's what's promoted to guys. It's the more you sleep with, the more of a man you are. And vice versa is that for women, basically anyone who you sleep with, it could be one person and boom, you're already a slut. Welcome to Slutville because you have the S that's painted on your chest already because God forbid before getting married is that you wanted to toast at the merchandise. <laughs> you didn't want to just put your blind faith that everything was going to work out hunky-dory like you did on Leave it to Beaver and then the husband ended up being gay and was that on Leave it to Beaver or something else? Anyways, basically you wanted to see if it was the real deal and boom, like I said, you are a slut. And that's basically the reality that we live in today is that a man can sleep with whoever or whomever he wants and a woman can't and if she does she's labeled a whore or she's labeled this that or the other thing and God forbid is that we don't woman shame or slut shame or do any of this and we just actually I don't know educate people and hold them to the same values and standards that we put on ourselves and you know like it's just so just to put it into perception is that all men have the um, I think it's called the Madonna whore complex is that basically there's three types of archetypes of women. There's the mother, the virgin, and the slut. And these three archetypes you will see played out time and time again. And the reason why men have so many conflicting issues sometimes is that um, if they see somebody who represents um, a slut to them, then it's like their brain has like, um, it's like a cognitive dissidence where it's like okay well this person is like a slut they can't be a mother or they can't be a virgin and then vice versa that if somebody's a virgin then they're like oh well they can't be a slut and or a mother and or if somebody is a mother then they're like oh well you know a mother actually can be all three <laughs> anyways okay but um anywho basically it's this constant back and forth like they they feel weird about you know wanting something pure but also wanting something um, tainted or or broken or whatever right and um, this is basically a truth and the thing is is that and you can take my word for it or you can't or you can say I'm completely full of shit and that's fine but basically if you know anything about men is that what they want is they want to have a lady in the streets and they want a freak in the sheets and that can I get a praise hallelujah is basically the way things work and the thing that happens today is that what's promoted to females is that they should be a freak in the streets and a freak in the sheets and basically a freak all the time and that's why so many women find themselves single and I know because at one point in my life I was trying too hard I felt like I had to appease 
and do everything at the man's whim in order for him to love me. And then you know what happened is that I started to love myself. And when you start to love yourself is that it's funny because you don't really need anybody or anything else. And that is why <laughs> this is going to be a five part series and I'm going to get into the magical art of masturbating. So <laughs> this has gone quite R-rated, but you know what? It's all things that need to be talked about. So stay tuned. <laughs> Round five. Bro, bro, bro. If this was a wrestling match, this would probably be a good time to say what is up? So yeah. So basically, getting back onto the subject of the last episode, which is this episode, because it's going to be one big episode, I'm going to link them all together so that this can be one complete idea and one complete podcast. So basically, I'm dancing around the subject and I'm not going to dance around it any longer, is that I masturbate. I said it. <laughs> and I am feeling quite happy about it <laughs> because let me tell you is that it took me quite a while almost 32 years to be comfortable with my own sexuality and I, I don't blame anything but I will say what contributed to that is growing up in a house where if we were in the car and sometimes god forbid there was I remember when Trojan started to go onto the radio and started to publicize, you know, Trojan, da 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 da. I would see my parents flip out. They would get so red, embarrassed, and then what they would do is like turn off the radio station right away. And then that made me embarrassed. And then I was like, well, what's Trojan? Being like a nine year old, <laughs> 10 year old, <laughs> which is fine. Um, or like other scenarios where. You know, you're watching a movie as a child, and then you know the gratuitous sex in the in the um, film comes on, and then you're like, oh, okay, well this is fun. I remember when I went to go see Wild Things with my dad. <laughs> Was it my dad? No. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I, anyways, um, which was the first movie? I don't even remember. It was so embarrassing. But there was one movie. I went to the movies with my dad at one point, And I remember. And I was just like, can I just, just die and like get eaten by the vortex of our universe at this very moment? How I was uncomfortable with anything that had to do with that. And the reason why is because, like, I grew up in a house where we didn't, Nobody talked about anything. Like, I, I didn't even get one kind of, you know, speech talk about sex or having sex or what was good, what was bad, what to do, what not to do, um, what could happen, <laughs> what, you know, if you don't do this, that, and the other thing. And, like, and I wasn't taught that I was special either. And this, I think, is a very huge thing because if you don't feel special or if you don't know what you have is special, is that then you just give it out like it's not something special and then when you do that then well you set yourself up to be really disappointed in the future <laughs> that's the punchline to that joke is that you spend a life trying to um you know get your worth from a man or if you're gay a woman or if you're into anything else <laughs> um anyways um so yeah so what i really want to 
communicate. And maybe I'll play this podcast for my son when he gets to a reasonable age so that I don't have to do it. <laughs> no, I, I don't care. If, if I have to talk about sex, I will talk about sex. And I think it's better just to have open dialogue and not just with kids, but for everybody. So yeah, so I'm going off topic again, but basically is that I think that one of the most important things that should be taught either in school or at home, if you don't feel comfortable, then this, well, you know what, this is, this is opening up a whole can of worms. I, I want to get away from that. What my basic point of this whole podcast is, is just to get my thoughts out about the subject and also to create a dialogue for my son in the future so that he knows what's up and that he's able to treat women with respect and understand that just like him, women have feelings and, um, and consciousness and that needs to be respected. And I hope, you know, because everything is a ripple effect, you know, that's why they say, you know, if a butterfly, and that's why they call it the butterfly effect. It's like if a butterfly flaps its wings in China, does that have any effect anywhere else in the world? And actually it does. Every small thing that we do every single day changes the life, not only for us, but for everybody else. This is going to be a sixer, a six pointer. Okay. Stay we have arrived to the sixth part of this podcast. Who knows how long this will go because I originally just wanted to make a one episode, five minutes, but obviously this is a subject that I got a lot of stuff on my brain and a tongue and need to get out and share with y'all. So keeping it real, keeping it simple, keeping it real simple. We are just going to go back to basics. I am going to give my opinion and you guys feel free to call in, to comment, to say or object to what I'm saying because you know what? That's an art that society, I feel, has lost. The art of discussion, the art of debate, the art of having an individualistic opinion and not conforming to everybody else all the time, okay? And so with that said, is that I'm going to say an opinion that I have. I really think that if monogamy or monogamous in quotations really worked, then the rate of marriage divorce would not be at like 80%. We would not be seeing so many people upset, depressed, um, uh, and you go onto any YouTube uh, thing or on the internet or Facebook, and I mean, every other person is posting something like, Oh, if you know, if he doesn't deserve me at my my best, and doesn't uh, if I was the worst or whatever, and oh my God, like we put so much emphasis on relationships, and we put so much emphasis on the man, basically to make us happy, and this is so completely twisted because men do not get this programming men are told all the time that they are enough they are told that they do not need a relationship and likewise that if they have a relationship then in some fashion it's going to slow them down when in reality is that that is is both true and untrue because if you are with the wrong person it will slow you down and it will be like a dead weight it's going to be as if Say you're on a boat and you have another boat attached to you that has its engine off. 
okay? That is going to slow you down. If you are with the wrong person, it's also like having the fastest, beautifulest car, but having a boot on it. You're not going anywhere anytime soon, okay? And, um, but when you are with the right person, then a relationship is like having a bottle of NAS attached to your car. It's like a flick of the switch and things just go faster, easier. And you know, like they say, one is good, but two is better because you put two people together who have the same ideas, same wavelength, um, same but different levels of strength and weaknesses. They balance each other out and then, you know, you guys can, people can go to the moon and back, but this does not apply to people that shouldn't be together. And unfortunately, we live in a society where it's like you only get one shot, you know? And a lot of times people are so pressured into being into relationships for, you know, so many different reasons. They're in relationships because that's just the logical step that society wants you to take. It's like you're born, you go to school, you get a job, and then you get a family, and then you die. And that's kind of what's played out. Um, and then, just like a man's worth is taught when he's young, that it has to do with, um, you know, the more women he sleeps with, the more, quote unquote, a man he is, which isn't true, um, is that the same thing is taught to women. like. A whole women's worth, right, is tied up into the fact that your worth is in the diamond ring that you get, and it's in the fact that you have a clean and and filled home with a husband and a child or children, you know? And that's the thing that's put on the worth of a woman. And if you just think about that for a second, we constantly set ourselves up for failure because how can you teach a woman that her self-worth is in having a family and then teach that man or boy or whatever that his worth is in not having a family, not having a partner. I mean, that can't work in any situation. So stay tuned. This is going to be a seven-parter. And we are now at part seven. And so now with all the different experience under my belt and all the different um, situations, thought processes, moments of strength and moments of weakness in this life. Um, a couple of things and I'm going to say them. Moving forward, I do not need nor want to be in anything other than a partnership. And a partnership to me is two people um, working hard to build their empire and by empire I mean to have a happy healthy um, home to have a happy healthy bank account to have a happy healthy um, not only sex drive but um, sexual appetite and sexual dinner slash dessert <laughs> um, and to have a happy healthy um, honesty with what is truly going on not only in my head but in my words and in my actions and I think this is the other thing 
that leaves people so tied to their chair that they don't move or that when they do move they trip and fall is because they're not living an authentic life you know because when you are living an authentic life and when you are being authentic to yourself and that's what I feel like I'm doing in this very moment. So that's why I'm so happy to share it with you guys. And I know that there's some people that's going to listen to this and they're going to laugh and they're going to mock and they're going to share it with their friends. And I hope so. I really hope so because the more people I can reach, the better, <laughs> you know? And on the other hand, I know that there's probably people that are going to listen to this and be like, deep down, even though that they can't like or share this video, that it's really touching um, a part of them that no one else is either talking about or listening to or even acknowledging. So I just want to let you know that I'm there for you. And um, I don't make fun of people because I think that's more has to do with, they'll, you know, there's people, they'll make fun of fat people or they'll make fun of um, like um, verbally, uh, Okay, I know this is very wrong, but I, I can't think of the term, but basically people, when people are like, oh, that person's so stupid, or that person's so fat, or that person's so ugly, a lot of the times, and it took me a while to realize this, is that when people make fun of those situations, or those people in those situations, it really has more to do about them than it does themselves about those people that they're pointing at. Because what happens is, is that they reflect something in that person that they're not acknowledging about themselves. And when you do this, is that, you know, it makes you feel uncomfortable. So really, anybody who listens to this podcast today and is furious or upset that I'm saying these words or whatever, I would suggest maybe, just maybe, you take five minutes, look at yourself in the mirror and say, hmm, is this maybe because... I'm not getting any? Is this maybe because I'm not comfortable with my own sexuality? Um, and, you know, then you can take it from there. But I, I really, I, I'm basically just trying to help people. And I know that I would have appreciated listening to somebody say this to me about 20 or 10 years ago. <laughs> but what can I say? Flip of the dime. I don't regret anything I've ever done to anyone or anything because at the moment I was true to myself now who's wrong the person who isn't true to themselves or the person who is lying and living in a glass house that only God or Jesus or Buddha or the creator will be able to judge but basically all this to say is I think that instead of putting our happiness or our worth in relationships, we should invest that time, energy, um, and excitement into ourselves. So stick around. I'm going to put this to an eight. Sarah Podcast. We're back. I'm back in black. And it's uh, episode number eight on do of more. Wait a minute. What was it? <laughs> do more of who you love. That's right. It's not a spelling mistake. I said what I mean. I mean what I said. And I'm saying it is that the world needs 
more people who are just going to come out and own what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they're saying, and make sure that all of those ones are in line. Because what ends up happening in life is that what we're thinking and what we're saying and what we're doing isn't in line, isn't the same, and isn't congruent, is that that's when we start to have problems and that's when we start to, to um, uh, go off track and then we have you know depression or we have this or we have that or we develop cancer is because you are either pushing down what you're actually wanting to say or you're trying to trick yourself into not feeling a way that you do and instead of just saying, hey, I'm an adult, I'm over the age of 18, I'm vaccinated, I'm able to vote, how about I just come out and say what it is that I'm truly feeling, and you know what, it's for the other person to take it or leave it. But I think that we have such a huge need inside of ourselves to please people and to be liked by people and included in groups by people because God forbid you're excluded from a group. Well, let me tell you as somebody who spent most of her life excluded from groups, it's pretty awesome. You get both of best worlds, best of both worlds, is that you can see the group from afar, but then you can also do stuff by yourself. And... Um, there was somebody once who, his name is Ty Lopez, and I don't know if you've ever um, heard him, but he's kind of like a motiv- motivational speaker. And uh, one time he said on his Twitter, he said, what would you rather be? Would you rather be uh, feared or loved? Uh, or sorry, fear or light or something. Light does in the sense, uh, you know, having a lot of uh, connections, uh, social status, whatever, right? And to this I responded, I'd rather be feared because fear allows for room to breathe, space to build your empire, and for others to underestimate you, and also for you to, you know, have a level of respect. And versus being liked is that if you're liked, yeah, lots of people are around you but not necessarily the best people. And not only that is that in life, I think I'm not the only one that can say this, is that say you have 100 or 500 connections on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, but when shit hits the fan is that who can you really count on? Maybe a handful, five if you're lucky, three. Most of the time it's usually one or two people that are there for you. So it's best that Who would you want to spend your life with? A whole bunch of people that when things get really tough, they're not really there for you and they're just there to use you or profit off of you. Or if you develop a relationship so strong with yourself is that you don't really need anybody else. And that if anybody else comes into your life, it's just like a cherry on the Sunday, not the Sunday itself. And that's how I feel. So all of this to say, um, is that now, moving forward, I just want to not um, hold any expectations to anybody, um, to the father of my children, to myself, to anybody else I might meet in the future, to anybody who I've met in the past, 
is that we change constantly every single day. And I think that a relationship should change and grow also. Because if it stays the same, well, that's not really living and that's not really growing and that's not really learning. It's just slowly dying. So my thing is that I don't want any type of relationship in the future with anybody other than myself. Hope this has been useful. Keeping it simple, keeping it real, keeping it real simple. Woo-woo. Have a good one, y'all.